There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello. Um, this is welcome to Batch Bitch. I'm Naomi, and I'm Danielle. And um, it's and this is Batch Bitch. Um, and we talk about the Bachelor or the Bachelorette or Bachelor in Paradise or Maths. Um, sometimes Married at First Sight. Yeah, which is a mistake. Um, anyway, how are you doing, Danielle? Um, you know exactly how I'm doing, Naomi. Um, <laughs> and I'm sure everybody at home can hear too, because I do. I sound nasally. I feel like I'd sound na- nasally a little bit. Yeah. Um, well, I didn't. I didn't get the flu jab this year, and I've seemingly gotten every flu this year. Oh, so it's your fault. Well, it's the universe's fault. Um, and also, I'm also blaming global warming as well, because <laughs> I swear. I've got the worst cold, but also um, the like. You know how some. You know how Melbourne's had those weird things the last few years where the spores have gone crazy when it's like been season change time. No, you know there was like a night that people died because the spores were so bad, like last year or the year before. Oh, I do remember that actually. Yeah. Well, anyway. The seasons are changing, and I just thought I had really bad hay fever for like a week, and then. I also got a cold, but with the hay fever, I had to go and get like a ventilant because every now and then, like when it would be stormy, which has been a lot lately, the like, I don't know, it would like bring all the spores up into the air and then it would nearly choke me. The universe is trying to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually read an article that said that um, those little asthma pumps are actually destroying the environment. So, Yeah, well, I need it. If not, I'm going to die right now. Okay. <laughs> I need it until we sort out this spore problem. Somebody sort the spore problem and I won't need it. I've never used one before except for when I was a kid because uh, my friend's house had mould in – they had an old Queenslander and they had mould in the shower system and uh, I used to go for a shower and I could – by the time I'd get out of the shower, like I could feel my lungs closing up. But I never – I was like a kid so I didn't understand what was happening. Um and I got my tonsils taken out because everybody always thought that I was having bad tonsillitis, but I was actually having bad asthma attacks from the mold spores in my friend's shower. Ugh. Yeah. Um, do you want to turn the headphones down? I can hear myself. So I'm guessing it's going to be on the oh. recording. Okay, maybe. But also, I can't really hear that much because my ears are blocked as well. Oh, no. Did you have both headphones in? I didn't, but I've put them both in now. Oh, that's probably why I could hear it. Um, so you can edit that out or leave it in as admin. Um, you know, it's BTS fun. fun. I'll leave it in because <laughs> I think that then they'll understand what's happening. If Yeah, they'll understand. Okay, good. 
context. It's important. Um, uh, it's it's five, week five of the Bachelorette, Danielle. Yes, um, it I'm is. I'm doing great, by the way. You didn't really ask, but sorry. Um, what? How? How are you doing? Sorry, I forgot because I'm I'm dying and I I'm not really in my own head. Um, I'm doing great. <laughs> Have you been enjoying the weather over there? How it's nice weather and you're in the sun all the it's time. It's beautiful. Yeah, sat by the pool today. Um, I I did a. Did I tell you about um the sexy dance class that I did? No, was this hip hop yoga or whatever it was going to be? Um, no, it was, um, wait, did we not talk about it? Well, we, I think we, we touched on it, but I can't really remember because it's been, for me, it's, these last week has been four months. Yes. Um, well, anyway, I did a dance class where you have to like wear heels and do lots of sexy dancing and, um, and. And I was not that good at it. But then the next day, um, my legs and my neck hurt so much because literally all you do is like grind down to the ground and then flick your hair back up. So you just um, did the so dance that they do in Legally Blonde in the hair salon? Is that what you did? Yeah, you just bend and snap a hundred times. That sounds <laughs> really good. sexy. Um, and that's all I've done. That's all I've done this week and that's all I like to talk about. Thank you. Okay. Well, all right. Um, There's been nothing else you, you've wh- done? Uh, no, nothing, nothing, um, nothing I'd like to talk about. Okay. Honestly. All right. Sounds like you're having a horrible <laughs> time then. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm having a fun time. I also went to David Buster's, which is the like big, it's like time zone times a hundred and you can like drink while you game. Ooh, that'd be fun for you. You love, you love drinking and gaming. Yeah, and I was just convincing Mark and my friend Katie not to go on the, you know those, oh, God, they're called skill testers, and there's literally no skill involved at all. You know the ones with the claw? Yeah. I fucking hate them. Like, the prizes are always shit. They ended up winning this big ball and then had to carry a big ball around. I was like, I'm not carrying it because I was against this. And the whole point of those is they're programmed to only, like, actually close the clamp properly once every ten times. And then a few times they, like, sort of close it and then open it again. So you get, like, excited that you nearly got something. And there's literally, like, no skill involved. Anyway, just had to... (laughs) You don't seem to care. Is it because you're dying? Because this is a really interesting topic. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think if I was in 100% health, I would find the skill tester (laughs) thing interesting. (laughs) It's so dumb. It just takes your money and people are like, oh, my God, but I'm really good at these. No, you're not. I've never wanted. Or you just spend a lot of money. My issue is I've never wanted anything that's in the skill tester machine anyway. No, it was like the shittest ball. It was big, annoying. Anyway, don't play skill testers. Play something that requires real skill, um, like uh, The Walking Dead. Um, anyway, okay. Uh, it's Bachelorette. It's week five. Um, this is our second last week of mm-hmm. Bachelorette. Um, and what are we open on? We open on Tim doing some light reading, which I do not believe for a second, to be honest. He could be reading a graphic novel. But he's just walking through the house, reading a book when he stumbles upon um, a rack of old clothes. (laughs) Um, And anyway, it's them going, ah, 
because it's like old people clothes. Um, and um, yeah, they have to dress up as old men. Yep. <laughs> I'm sorry. They, that's uh, what they gotta this, do. This part's boring. Um, and then they see they go on a group date. They're all um, none of them put these like grey wigs on that were on the clothes rack. They all just have like dry shampoo sprayed into their hair. But then Angie's sporting this grey wig, which it does not look great on her, to be honest. And yeah. all the old men look like all the all the guys look like they've aged like George Clooney. Yeah, they all look hot except for Tim. Who yeah, does look it's terrifying. Yes, he does look like he's some sort of Tim Burton. <laughs> yeah, it's esque. It's Johnny Depp in a in a Pirates of the Caribbean thing after he's cracked open a cannon or something. I don't know. Yes, <laughs> and got like ash all over. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. And anyway, they're gonna learn dancing. Um. And here's the first time I see, I can't remember what it was, but Carlin does try to make a joke here. And I was like, nah, I'm off him. I'm fully off Carlin Good. ever since this time. He tried to make a joke and I was like, uh-uh. No. What was the not joke? not funny. I'm happy because you've I been giving know, him something about privilege. like Something about like, oh, yeah, well, that's fine. Hot privileges. I acknowledge that. That's okay. Um... But, yeah, he said something about, like, oh, you know, I don't, like, you know, I got to win over Angie with these moves or did something like that. I don't know. It was the worst thing I've ever seen, Is that to a, be honest. That's not a joke. That's... Oh, it had that, the cadence of a joke. That was just lame. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't know. It wasn't funny. But I knew he was, like, expecting people to laugh. And, and it was edited like people would laugh. He was not undone by the editing. It was Ugh. just bad. Anyway... Some, like, older women appear, um, and Tim's uh, woman, Vola, Vola, they just start flirting the whole time. She, like, made a beeline for him. She just walked oh, yeah. directly to him. Yeah, she's like, give me the, give me the, I think they got paired up. Yeah. I think they knew what would happen. Anyway, um, we've got some uh, professional ballroom dancers, Jeff and Barb, Um I find this very funny. Have you ever been to like a rock and roll night? No. My parent, my dad, and his ex partner used to go, and Mark's Mark's parents go as well. And it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> they just all rock and roll dance. <laughs> oh my god, it's the most boomer thing you will ever see. But that's how they party. It's that's like sweet. the same as like clubbing. They just. <laughs> Do rock and roll dancing as well, which is funny because of the effort you have to put into, like, the footwork. It's just a little bit too sincere, you know? Yeah, that's sweet. My mum says that my nana and granddad used to swing dance heaps and they used to be very good at swing dancing together. Um, Maybe she was talking about swinging. Yeah. uh, No, she was talking about swing dancing (laughs) because nana and granddad would always talk about how they were the best dancers. And I remember for, like... Year 12 formal, we were supposed to do like a mummy son dance and a daddy daughter dance or whatever at the mm. formal. And I was like, well, I'll, I'll get granddad to do mine with me because obviously he's going to be a better dancer. And then I was like, granddad, do we have to practice? Because they taught us the moves in the class. Um, we did a class at school which taught us mm. the moves for the dance that we're going to be doing. And Granddad was like, nah, don't worry, I got it. And then we got there and my granddad had forgotten how to dance. So we, me and my granddad just swayed on the spot. 
While everybody else had been going home and doing the moves with their parents, everybody was just bumping into us. Anyway. Oh no. That's it's okay to not get it right, but to 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 do the I've got this, don't worry about it. Uh-uh. That's your dad your grand your grandpa's cancelled. Yeah. Um anyway, anyway, that was ten years ago, so I guess I'm over it. Are you? Because you're bringing it up now. Well, you. It, um, there was something to bring it up for. The swing. We're talking about dancing. I think they were just swinging. I think that's why he didn't know how to dance. I think you. They said swinging. Don't you heard disrespect swing my grandparents. Okay. There's nothing disrespectful about it. That I was, sounds like that sounds like they're having a great time fucking other people. And I houses. was just saying that they dance. My mum would not talk about how great my grandparents were at swinging. <laughs> They're amazing at it. You have to watch one time. <laughs> um, uh, Jeff and Barb say that they don't, there's not supposed to be body, can, they're learning the mumbo. They say we don't have to have body, can, oh my God. Sorry. We don't actually have to have body connection. There's a bit of space there. And Vola says, oh, how disappointing. She is randy. She loves it. Um. And Ryan and his partner, Lyndall, apparently have chemistry. I do not care about this because um, watching Ryan on screen puts me to sleep. Um, Tim and Vola, though, the charm is amazing between them. The chemistry. He says, I've always wanted a sugar mummy. And she says, how often do I get a toy boy? Anyway, um, do you reckon they hooked up? Uh, Listen, you don't know what happens off screen. Mm-hmm. Once the cameras stop rolling. But I'm going to say there's a 65% chance they did. 65? Yeah, percent chance they did, maybe. Wow. That's probably her age as well. Um, I don't think so. Uh, and then it's, we get a lot of close-ups of Carlin's ass because he's moving his little hips. And uh, I will relent that Carlin does have a very good ass. He was wearing the tightest pants, so, you know. Yeah. It s- does not save his personality. No. Well, he doesn't have um, a personality okay. is the issue here. <laughs> I couldn't handle that. Oh, don't try to be. Anyway, Ryan does well. Um, I don't care about this. Angie says she's jealous of Ryan's chemistry with Lyndall. And then he wins this like last single date before hometowns. Um, in which he says, uh, I'm smitten as a kitten. Yuck, boring. I want to die. Um, you like do dogs, dog man? That's off brand. <laughs> um, they do a quiz to find out what else they have in common. If you remember, um, the thing that Angie and Ryan have in common is that they both have sweaty hands, which is really fun and cool and interesting for them and everyone else. Um, and they find out that they both pee in the shower. Oh my god, this is apparently the most interesting and entertaining revelation in the history of television to these two. And then she says, Ryan and I really are so compatible. Why? Because you answered a few questions the same? Everybody pees in the shower. The same way? Yeah, and if they say they don't, they're lying. Yeah. It's also better for the environment to do that. I've never done it personally. To what? Um, Peed in the shower. Of course you've peed in the shower. You're lying. You admitted it before. You said if they don't say they do it, then they're lying. You're a liar. You've admitted that, that was, you're a liar. That was the joke, Danielle. Everybody, Naomi's but, a liar. She admitted it on the pod. 
Never believe a thing she says. <laughs> Our chemistry is down the toilet. <laughs> can you tilt the camera? I'm sick of just seeing the top half of your head. I can't because Why I Why can you not point? Because I can't stand it up. It's just on, it's on my phone. <laughs> okay, fine. Where are you? I'm are you? do the same. So okay. There you go. Now you can. Are you yeah, on the computer? You can see my mouth. I can see my mouth in the reflection. I can't see your mouth. You can. Oh, now I can. Well, I can see. I can see my own mouth. Danielle, I could not even see your nose before. Now you're poking your head up, pretending I could see all your whole face for the entire time. Well, I'm sick of being gaslit. I'm sorry that I'm trying to talk to you. <laughs> okay. Using the only means that I have. Um, Ryan and Angie have another thing in common. They both think you can't build a relationship on lies. Um, wow. They are the only two people in the world to think this. Um, what an amazing connection they have. Can't believe it. Perfect. Um, my God. It's like watching The Notebook times 10 without the part where he threatens to kill himself if she doesn't go on a date with him. Um, I missed that bit of the notebook. Ryan Gosling's hot. He like lies down on the road and then no, no, not, not that part. He's like on the Ferris wheel with her, and then he like hangs off, and he's like, "I'll let go if you don't go on a date with me." Jesus Christ! I haven't seen that movie yeah. since I was like sixteen. Um. Well, you know, yeah, it's problematic and all that, but also Ryan Gosling's really hot, and you probably would just say yes. So that's. Whatever. I'm tired. I'm sick of being angry at everything. <laughs> if Ryan Gosling did that to me, I'd be like, ha, ha, ha. Okay. <laughs> um, if Ryan, this cunt, did that to me, uh-uh. I'll call the police. Um, I'd say, no, I won't go on a date with you so we can fall off. <laughs> yeah. would <laughs> be like, jump. <laughs> um, so then they have a sexy part of the date where there's this woman there some they got some friggin' sexologist chemistry person again um and and uh and they have to he puts on a blindfold and she's like being instructed to unbutton his shirt and like rub her hands on his body it's so weird i sort of missed this bit because i zoned out um and i was i just started looking at my phone instead like they're literally like almost fucking but he's so boring that you just don't even what anyway and then ryan says this is torture which made me nearly vomit because i don't want to think about his boner well no it Um, was torture for me to watch so i was thinking yes you are correct (laughs) this is torture at least you could escape it (laughs) he had to just sit there with a with a secret boner um so uh and then angie's got the blindfold on and they like feed each other cherries like via their mouths and it's like I don't know. I don't understand it. She's like, "Oh, we have sexual chemistry." All stuff. I don't understand. They're like making out. It doesn't. I don't get it. There's nothing. Anyway, um, go to the cocktail party, and Tim and Colin are saying that if Ryan moves forward, they will have questions. They clearly think he is so boring, as well. No one can understand why this guy's gone this far. I don't think you realize back- how much. A man loving dogs is the big thing to Angie. Well, because I think that none of these guys... Everyone loves dogs. No, but I I don't... I think she... I think that... I think that 
an extra date that they should do before they go to um, the final three or whatever is that you've got to go to Angie's house and see how much dog hair is around. <laughs> you got to move on. Because the house <laughs> would be... gripe you have with her house. It would be horrific. If she's got like eight dogs in the house, it would be, it would be terrible. <laughs> and if you have any allergy issues at all, you're going to have a rough time <laughs> in that house. And I think she thinks, well, Ryan spends heaps of time with dogs. So he probably is going to be the only man who can live in this house. Oh, she doesn't need to settle. Any of these men would put up with the dog hair for her. Any. Oh, I don't. If I was, if I was like this every day for the rest of my life, I couldn't. I don't think I could do it. Oh, well, that's a separate issue. That's fine. But also, I've seen you do it with a cat, and you were like, "I'm dying, and I can't breathe." And then I saw you pick up the cat and rub your face in it. Yeah, but then I left. <laughs> I had to go. I knew it was for a cert- I knew it was just for a few weeks. You know. <laughs> I love that cat, okay? It's a cute cat. Um, Miss you, Anyway, cookie. Ryan comes back from his date all happy and then he says, we didn't even have to talk. And Matt says, are you worried she liked you because you didn't talk? <laughs> um, yes, he should be worried because he is so boring. And then Osha appears with a box um, and... He says that there's questions in the box and they're going to have a little dinner party and they can add questions to the box. And then he tells them that two of them are going home tonight. Um, Which we immediately know who these two people are. Absolutely. It is Matt and Alex, um, RIP, the Triple J program, and also um, these two men who are definitely going home. Um, Why do we know that? Because we've never seen them ever really in the show. No, Alex did... Um, like dance with Angie in that ballroom thing, but then we saw absolutely none of them interacting with each other. So yep. he was doomed from then. You can I, only have feelings for so many people at once when you're meeting them all at the same time. Yeah, like, and it's I, just. I also feel like uh, Alex then knew he wasn't going to get the single date, so Angie yep. knew she wasn't going to give him the time. Yeah, but nice of her to. I don't know. <laughs> Spend 10 minutes with him, I suppose. Sorry, oh, Danielle, you have to edit that one out. That one was bad. Okay, well, let me just write down the time. That was at 22 minutes. <laughs> it's so, it's constant. I know, because I thought it would be okay if I just did heaps of blowing at the start, but then, you know. I wonder if there's a button where you can just, like, mute your microphone for a second. But also, don't worry about it, because that will overwhelm you way too much yeah, if well, you have to press a button. And honestly, I'll probably um, forget to unmute it, and then that'll be a whole other thing. That's true. <laughs> It'll just be 20 minutes of just me talking to myself. <laughs> hey, I don't think that would be so bad. Um, <laughs> okay. So, they have their little dinner, um, and the first question is, have you had any physical alterations? And it's directed at Carlin. And he says he's had his lips done. And Angie's like, hey, so have I. So there you go. Um, and Jackson says, get a refund after that. Brutal. I mean, to be fair, um, it's because Carlin's lips don't look full. Well, he said he probably got it done ages ago. It probably wore off. Yeah, okay. Because I was like, those just look like regular thin lips. Maybe he had, like, pencil-thin lips. Maybe they were inverted lips. Maybe he had absolutely no lips, just skin. Yeah. Just skin on skin, just a little slit. Uh, bye, 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 like that. 
Yeah. <laughs> like that, yeah. Um, and it seems Ryan wrote that question and there seems to be a bit of tension. Like Ryan was trying to get get it, Carlin or something. Um, and then there's the question, what's your favourite thing about Angie? Ryan says, your kind heart. Boring! Oh. Boring. I would rather Jess be here talking about her ass than hear, have to hear Ryan talk about her kind heart. Honestly, okay. if I said what's the best thing about me and someone said you're nice, I would I would tell them to fuck off because that's boring. Yeah, I also I'm wouldn't so I also Ryan. wouldn't put it in your top ten things that I think about you. <laughs> okay, alright. That Alright. <laughs> Well, fuck you, first of all. Sometimes I, Mark and I do that to each other. We say, oh my God. Um, Mark definitely started it because sometimes he'll just say, top 10 things you love about me, go. Um, And then I do it back to him sometimes. And he does say that I am kind and that is in the top 10. So, um, joke's on you. Okay, well, that's not my top 10, okay? All right, what's your top 10? Go. Beautiful uh, hair. Um, okay, um, smart, funny, um, teeth. (laughs) Teeth? (laughs) What, like I have good teeth or I just have teeth? You got good teeth. Um, Okay, that's four. uh, Okay, um, uh, you, I love your dog. Okay, five. I'm trying to do them without doing kind is basically the gist here. (laughs) A good eyeliner. No, you can do good eyeliner. That's um, true. That is new. Um, wow. I, th- I think that's Amazing. all the good things about you. I don't think I can get to ten. <laughs> I was trying to not do any that allude to being kind or courteous, which is all everything you can uh, say about a it's person. It's funny that's it's funny that's where your mind kept going. So. That's interesting. You couldn't even look past it's hard it when some, I'm so, actually so kind. When you've got in your mind you can't say that thing, it makes you yeah. focus on just wanting to say that thing. Oh, that is so true. And you all and I understand because all you do is think about how kind I am. Oh, my God, Danielle. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm really sorry. <laughs> so much. And I know I've got it like I've got the bad quality like via a Facebook call. I just can't wait um, to hear it high def, you know, through that microphone. I'm moving the microphone away when I do it, which the headphone is still quite loud. No, but the headphone mic's staying near me. Oh, that's good. Okay, maybe it's not so bad. Yeah. I mean, it's still probably pretty gross, but I mean, anyway. When I laugh, it's not good because you can hear the rattling of my chest. <laughs> Like um, an old witch. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else do we have here? Tim keeps talking about how he doesn't trust Ryan. And then there's the card. Was this the first season of Bachelorette you applied for? Tim yeah. says yes. Jackson says he applied three or four years ago during Georgia love season. And he says, but she's old. Older than me, sorry. Um, be careful there, Jackson. <laughs> um, and then... Um, Ryan's being a bit quiet, so they're like, Ryan, what about you? And it, Ryan says he applied for Ali's season. Yes. Now, here's season. the reason this here's the reason this matters is that Ryan has said on multiple occasions to to Angie, "Oh, I would not have applied if it wasn't for you. I wouldn't put myself through this, but I just knew, you know, when you were coming on here, I had to get to you." 
And now it turns out he applied last season for Ali. And he literally says, yeah, he says, Ali's a beautiful girl. So I thought he literally says those words. And like, how can you be interested in Angie and Ali? I'm sorry. It doesn't add up. They you know, so they're completely different, different women. They're so different. Like they're both beautiful and have blonde hair. That is where the similarities end. Matt Agnew would have um, loved him. Would have loved Ali and Angie. Oh, right. Yeah, those eyes. Because of the blonde <laughs> hair. I thought that was going to be a hit of a joke. With you. No, that was. I, 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 I misheard you. I thought you said Aunt, he would have loved her, but um, would have loved both of them. That's funny. Thank you. Do you want me to come to your next comedy show and after every joke I can explain to you why I actually did find it funny at the end? I mean, yes, it'd be nice to see you there supporting me. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> I do support you, so fuck you. <laughs> I make, Why didn't you say I'm a supportive friend? Oh, because that's you talking about how kind I am. Um, I, guess the, I guess my kindness is multifaceted, actually. Anyway, um, Angie says, why would you tell me I would never apply for this show if you if it wasn't for you? Um, and he seems a little bit stumped by this. Um, and she says, apparently he just came into this for me, but apparently he also auditioned for fucking Ally. So, oh my God, what if he slides into Ally's DMs too? I bet he fucking did at some point. I bet he did. Um, so Angie says, so I've got Ali's sloppy seconds. And Ryan says, not at all. And then he says, all my cards are on the table. Yeah, when someone asked you about it, dickhead. Yeah. I can't stand this, man. Um, it's just, and that's like, that's got to be a reason that Angie's keeping him around is because of that, dare I say, groundwork. Yeah. That Ryan put in. It just gives you, I feel like that would give you a sense that like, there is a path that you haven't taken. Do you know what I mean? If you like flirted with someone once, then you'd forever be wondering, like, oh, I wonder if that could have turned into anything. I think that's all that he's holding on by. Yeah, and he likes dogs. Motherfucking dogs. Those are the two things. Everyone loves dogs, anyway. Some people um, don't, which so, is crazy. Oh, well, that, well yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my brain just short-circuited. Dogs are everywhere here, by the way. Did I tell you people just bring their dogs to the supermarkets? Oh, inside? They literally just stand in there next to the deli section with their dog on a lead, just fucking chilling out. If I brought Tarzo to a supermarket, he would piss on everything. Oh, my God. But it's crazy. They I'm big dogs, little dogs. Oh, my God. I'm honestly worried about because when you come back, when you come over here for doing a podcast, I got a new TV cabinet since you've been away. I don't know if you can see it over there, mm-hmm. but it's got all the plants on it and they're low to the ground. And I'm worried Tarzan will get into it and eat them all. Oh no, he doesn't eat plants. Or put his head in them? Because I'm worried he'll get cactuses in his eyes. Um. Well, then he'll learn his lesson. Okay. He doesn't really rub his eyes against plants. So <laughs> Good. <laughs> he doesn't do much, to be honest. Um, I miss him so much. Anyway, whatever. Um, so we get a rose ceremony. Obviously, um, Alex and Matt, um, leave. Um, and Angie's crying, even though they're just like, 
Yeah, cheers, bye. <laughs> She's crying. Um, and then we find out she's still a bit pissed at Ryan at the end. Mm-hmm. She's not happy. Anyway. And that's the end of that episode. It's pretty boring, actually. Yep. Yeah, that was boring. Next episode, Hometowns. Hometowns. Now, I watched this um, at, like, 2 a.m. because I decided to watch it live. <laughs> and then I didn't write any notes. So then I just watched it again just then. <laughs> Because um, I love to punish myself. Um, and you caught me tweeting at 2 a.m. my time. Yeah, because part of me was like, maybe I should start to try and do some tweets. But you know I don't really think in think about tweets or ever do tweets. Um, I, like, stopped doing tweets. I was like, I don't care. This is stupid. Why am I doing this? Yeah, but then I, but I, then. I went on during an <laughs> ad break to see what people's hot <laughs> takes were. And then I saw somebody been tweeting from a Match Bitch account. And then I looked up what time it was in LA and then I was like, surely she's not watching this at two in the morning live from Australia. And then I was like, well, the only other option is that she saw the preview from the last episode and then set uh, like a tweet to to be tweeted whilst she was asleep to be op- tweeted at the same time that the show's going. And that sounded Imagine psycho to me. there. And that's such a bold move as well to have not even seen the episode but to have guessed what happened. Although it's probably pretty easy to guess, to be honest. Yeah, um, I mean, we know who's going home every episode. I don't think we've been surprised. No, but I'm, I, yeah, I think, anyway, okay. Let's, so Tim is our first guy yep. um, that we're meeting at hometowns. They're meeting some terrible weather and then they go to a cafe. Yep. Um... And Tim talks about his best friend Jackson, yeah, and how um, he has Jackson's mum's name tattooed on his ass with a little love heart. Yeah, Tracy. Um, he got he got that as a joke. Um, cool, very funny. Um, and then we get a shot of Jackson, and he says, "Tim knows unless I approve of a girl coming into his life, it's not going to happen." And I do not believe Jackson at all. He seems like a fucking idiot, and I don't think Tim would ever actually need his approval for anything. Yeah, I think Jackson's one of those friends who feels like they're lucky to be friends with somebody and so is desperate to cling yes. on to that friendship and just is jealous of anybody who comes into his life. But also will do anything to stay in Tim's life so would eventually just be like, fine, then I'll deal with Angie if she's going to take up most of your time but i'll still take up the other bit of your time please let me be around absolutely you've you've fucking hit the nail on the head thank you've you identified the vibe here um so then they meet up at um his family's home so so we've got tim's parents or tim's mom and then we've also got tim's brother and then we've got his best friend jackson and jackson's mom tracy is there so Jackson reveals that while since he's seen Tim, he has gotten Tim's mum's name tattooed on his ass. It's all so funny. <laughs> I'm so tired of this show. Yeah. Um, and then they sit down to dinner and basically Jackson is just a, a jackass the entire time, trying to look all intimidating. And he just looks pathetic. I can't stand this man. Yeah, he does. Um, he seems very hostile. Well, you know those people who try to look alpha? Actually, it reminds me of Scott, like, a few episodes ago, and he's like, 
you're going to have to answer to the boys. I don't know. I just think about what you've done and shook his head and walked away and then got sent home 10 minutes later. It's that kind of thing. It's like you haven't earned this at all, which I guess is a lot of the hometowns. It's just people trying to act tough, like they have authority that they do not have at all because they're a supporting character. Yeah. And it's not about you. Um, So Tracy, Jackson's mum, says, what makes him different from the other guys? Tim tries to shut this down and Jackson, without breaking eye contact with Angie, goes... Let her speak. <laughs> Shut up. It's so annoying. Anyway, Tim clearly doesn't want to hear any of this. Jackson keeps asking, like, what do you have to spark with any of the other guys? And Tim literally puts his hands over his ears and goes, la, 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 because he doesn't want to hear it. Which makes me believe that Tim has a huge, like, he really cares about Angie because I think he genuinely is, like, getting insecure. And he doesn't seem like a very insecure person, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, he was, I think he, he's insecure about, little things though you know like he was insecure when he was on that rich people date because he felt uncomfortable Mm. i think he would feel uncomfortable if he thought that maybe he wasn't gonna be the person who's there at the end yeah yeah he does not want to poor little tim um is who's your favorite by the way out of these four mine's tim i think he's the best of a bad bunch now yeah, honestly, I wish Kieran was still here. Obviously, it's Kieran. Kieran like, she should run away and get Kieran back. Kieran would win if he would. He would be Angie's boyfriend now if if he had have stayed, because yeah, the he, others he would do laps around every <coughs> one of these cunts. The others are boring. Tim, she says Tim's the person who makes her feel the most herself, and I think Kieran has the fun silly side that tim has but he's also emotionally mature and uh yes. just just mature as well uh also i think while they're both funny kieran's is like a witty self-aware funny and tim's is like a sort of like he definitely knows it's funny and he makes jokes but there's a bit of like it's just because it's a bit fucked and i think after a while that would annoy you yeah you know, because it's like you're getting to know someone. It's not about the it's not the content of what he's saying that's funny. It's how he's saying it. So yeah. once that wears off, it probably wouldn't make you laugh as much. Whereas Kieran is actually like witty. Yeah, I would also anyway, worry about we all miss Kieran a bit of, a bit about life after this. If if she picked Tim, if Tim got really uncomfortable in in the rich person's date, I would worry about how he would deal with um like the media after this and. Obviously, like, you'd he'd probably be getting in, invites to things and stuff and Angie might want to go to those things and he might just be uncomfortable. Oh, I think he'd be fine. You think so? I hope so. Yeah, I think he'd fucking lap it up. I think he was just uncomfortable because Angie was like, I've had such a bad time. Tim, make me laugh. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> ah! <laughs> um, because he truly is the... Um, consolation prize for kieran no offense tim yeah sorry tim honestly you know he's poor man's kieran still pretty good comparatively to the other guys still pretty good but But he's no kieran no and there's still things that are missing yeah um 
my friend just started watching The Bachelorette, and I was like, you got to go back and watch all of it because it's actually pretty good. And she was like, no, I'm not, but I'm Team Tim. And I was like, oh, they're all shit. And she's like, how can you be against Tim, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you don't even know who Kieran – you don't even know about Kieran. You don't know what you've missed, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, well, what did Kieran do then? Why is he gone? And I was like, his grandma died. <laughs> she was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Um, the man has not put a fit. Anyway, whatever. Kieran's gone and we need to move on, Danielle. Unless he comes back. I really hope, I really hope she does. I liked that everyone online was like, as soon as it was like these four, everybody started saying like, can you honey badger them and go after Kieran? Everybody. Absolutely she should honey badger them. Everybody. It's crazy because of how flawed all these men are. And think back to the honey badger and how all those women, none of them, like, lied to him. Two of these guys are liars. Yeah. One will not even say how he feels. And the other one is, is fucked. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's he's the best one, but he's a bit fucked. And then he had the choice of how many women. You remember Brooke? Yeah. Fucking perfect. Cute, funny, Honest, they're all honest. They all open up their hearts to him when he doesn't say anything in return and can't even carry a conversation. They do all the heavy lifting and he walks away and she is left with this pile and I bet she picks someone. I bet she does. And it's going to be trash. Anyway. um, I wonder if she knew that Australia would not demonise her the way Honey Badger did and would like be like, no, go after Kieran or go do (laughs) other things because... The thing is, like, Honey Badger was shit with everybody else. All the ladies were lovely, doing good things. Mm. But, you know, Angie doesn't have a good choice here to make. She's got two liars, a party boy, and a daddy's boy. My biggest fear here is that while this is all happening, Kieran's sitting at home going, oh, well, I fucked up. Should I, like, maybe try and call Channel 10? Oh, no, I won't. They probably don't want to hear from me. When I am sure... They would Channel love to hear from him. Fucking jump at the opportunity to be like, yes, come back. Like, oh, she would have loved it. Up. Everyone would have loved it. I'm really hoping that something happens that he comes back in this last week. Oh, you got to pray. But I swear, I saw pictures of him with a woman, so I don't think that's going to happen. With a woman? Yeah, with a woman, with his ex. The one who was on The Bachelor. Well, I've heard rumours he's going on Bachelor night. in Paradise, which is being filmed at the moment. So we've all heard oh, things. Oh, well, I hope, you know, I just, I hope he's happy. He deserves happiness more than anything else. If you love someone, set them free, you know. Yeah. He can do what he wants as long as he, anyway. Yeah, um, Tim's fucking brother and friend pull Angie aside and um, Jackson, Tim's friend, said he'd be jealous so he wants to stop Angie from picking Tim basically um and he says about tim as much as he looks like tarzan he has a heart like jane what does this mean i'm pretty sure tarzan has a pure beautiful heart yeah tarzan falls in love with jane too what does that mean like women fall in love and men like yeah tarzan is like tough and hot but isn't he also really sweet i can't remember i don't even know if i've ever seen tarzan but he seems like a good guy yeah tarzan's lovely 
We'll be back in a second. Um, we're back. Uh, that little ad break. You heard a little ad. I heard Danielle um, just blow the shit out of her nose and piss at the same time because yeah. you have. I'm I'm talking to you through your phone and you just took the headphones and all to the toilet with you. So that was fun. Um, yeah, the Bluetooth headphones. I hope the ad. I thought the ad was fun. I hope the ad was fun too. Anyway, um, so whatever. They pull Angie aside um, and she's like, my only concern about Tim is do you think he's ready for like to settle down like and have like a, you know, proper relationship? And Jake, Jackson basically insinuates that no, he's a party boy. He's known as a party boy in Brisbane, in Melbourne. And he's like just has this shit-eating grin the whole time. Like he's like being so sneaky here. Um, yeah, he just like wants to turn it. Angie off him. That's his whole thing. Yeah, and him. he's like, I hope you're ready to party every single night. Like, what is... Anyway. Um, stupid. Um, and Angie's like, oh, no. Um, anyway, and then um, we get a little shot of Tim talking to his mum about how much he likes Angie. Um, and then outside at the end of their day, Angie asked him about what Jackson said. Um, Tim says that, you know, he's living with them at the moment and when you live with a group of guys, that happens because if you're all single at the same time, you know, you just party and that um, Tim and that Jackson has stitched him up and he's just jealous. He's biggest stitch up ever. Um, and that he's been in a relationship for five years before and he wasn't partying the whole time. Um, I'm honestly surprised to hear that Tim has been in a relationship for five years. Yeah, me too. I actually, I think he would actually be a good boyfriend. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what he'd be like as a boyfriend. Um, I don't know whether he would be a good boyfriend or an annoying one. Also, I suppose he's still quite young as well. So I also is he how old is he? Well, I think he's like in his twenties still, isn't he? Mm. He's definitely still in his twenties. So if it, I don't know, I think he'd be a cute boyfriend. I think he'd be all right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think it would depend on what you want out of your life as well. Yeah, well, I'm a party boy, so. Yeah? Yeah, well, that's how that goes. Um, anyway, he's he's clearly, um, he's he t- tells Angie how much he likes her and that, but he keeps thinking about the other legends back at the house. <laughs> and they're always in the back of his mind. <laughs> he cannot say a bad word against them. <laughs> Even though he hates them all. Um, but there is one thing to consider. Um, we So we watched a project interview with Jamie and Kieran. Yes. And in it, Kieran said that Tim was basically the puppet master the whole time and was basically gearing Jamie up to f- just cause a shitstorm. Yeah, well, I saw that multiple times. Like, you could see him. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I saw him, like, talking Jamie down and being like, don't do this. But then I guess other times he was just, like, riling people up. Yeah, and I mean, there were times where it was like he was pretending, like, he would, like, play dumb. Like, that he, you know, mm. you would see him, like, playing dumb, like, with the rose thing with Carlin. Where he knew. Yeah. He knew Angie was wearing mm. the jacket with his rose. He just wanted to stir shit. You see that a lot. It's true. He did know. I gave him the benefit of that, but he's a little shit. Anyway, but I actually love attention and drama, so I think we would get along. Um, anyway, Tim is clearly falling for Angie. This much is clear. Um, right, but he does not say it. Um, and the next day is Ryan, which is, um, I, uh, if this man, I can't handle watching this man on television anymore. It's like watching paint dry. I hate it. 
Um, they meet on like a beautiful beach, but Angie is not happy because of what happened recently. And he brings a dog to like sort of lighten the mood, I guess, because he knows he's fucked. Yeah, I'm also a little um, bit confused. And he here. has a reminder. I'm a dog guy, remember? But Why are you confused? Can I ask a question? Because I, I don't understand what his job is because when it flashed up on screen, it said it was, it said his, his job was island caretaker. That's not dog what? man. Island caretaker? Yeah, it said island caretaker as his job on screen. Ryan Bachelorette. I... Uh, oh no, no, and this is coming up with some very confusing things. Um, let's have a look. I got a, I, what island? Oh, I bet he lives on fucking Hamilton or Island or something. Oh, is that what it is? What? No, I was just guessing. But yeah, it says <laughs> the island caretaker from Queensland. So I guess he's, I don't know what he does, but yeah. I'm looking up the island. I bet he lives on one of those islands that's just like rich white people. That's every island in Australia, apart from Australia, but no, also it's mostly Australia. That's not all the islands around Australia. I think that. Um, I don't. It won't say what island. Tell it's me what island he is from. It says Queensland, so I'm going to say it's either Stradbroke Island, Hamilton Island. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I'll say Whit- oh, Hamilton Island. That's a fancy one, right? Um, I don't know. I met a man once um, through a job I had, and he just and we were trying to do work, and he just sat down and started talking about he took on their first date. He took his girlfriend to Hamilton Island to stay in a resort, and the last person there was Taylor Swift. And I was like, Ooh. "Cool, man. <laughs> Can we go back to our work now?" <laughs> anyway, he was very rich. Um. Oh, shit. Anyway, so. If anybody at home knows which island Ryan is looking after, tell us, please. Ryan, I really want to figure it out. No, he's not coming up. He's not coming up. Whatever. We're done with this stupid man. Um. So he, yeah, they meet, Um. and then she's like, hey, what the hell was that thing? Um. And he said... He was in a rut and was asked to apply for the bachelorette. So he was approached to audition and he said, and she says, did you know that it was Ali? And he said, not at that stage. And she's like, okay then. All right. I didn't know he didn't know it was Ali. But the last night he was like, oh, you know, I thought Ali's a beautiful girl. And so I applied. Yeah. What the fuck? So he's lying. At one of these times, he's lying. Like, I mean, there's a slight chance that he was lying when he said he knew it was Ali and she's a beautiful girl. Like, he was trying to save face. But surely the most likely thing is that he did know it was Ali and he's lying about that. Yeah. Also, didn't everyone know it was Ali when they, like, announced? They announced during freaking, um, like, at the end of Bachelor in Paradise that it would be Ali. Yeah, I didn't. We knew it all along, I think. Yeah. I don't trust him. I do not trust him. I think he's lying and I think Angie's just like being trained to take it. Anyway, he has this big ass family and he like pulls his like brothers, I guess, aside and then like covers his tracks again being like, I didn't know it was Ali and if I knew it was Ali, then even if I got on the show, I would have said no because we're chalk and cheese. And I'm like, you and Ali are chalk and chalk. You All you do is be boring and exercise. 
don't pretend you're not like Ellie. Yeah. Like, that's fine, but you are nothing like Angie. He's nothing like Angie. All they have is dogs. Maybe he was like, oh, I didn't know that she wouldn't have... If I knew it was Ellie, then I wouldn't have gone on because she doesn't have sweaty palms and pee in the shower like me. Like, those are my <laughs> fucking deal breakers. I'm so annoyed at this man. Um, and then Ryan's brother's brother brings it up at dinner and says that... Um, and his other brother's like, yeah, Ryan did say specifically that he was going on the show because of you. Um, and then Angie says that to see that he's so upset about Angie calling him a liar shows that he cares. No, I think a man just doesn't want him to be like people just don't want to be called liars because it's not good for them. Yeah, that doesn't. No, it's not nice to be called a liar. That doesn't mean he cares about you. If he cares, he wouldn't have lied in the first place. He would have been honest with you. I think he has, like, the fact that he was like, I would not have done this if it wasn't for you. He said that how many times? This is like, he's clearly been caught out in a clear lie. This isn't one of those things where it was like a miscommunication. Yeah. He fucking lied. I can't believe, anyway. Um, And then, right, Angie, and then they're like, can you trust him? And then Angie's like, yeah, I can trust him again. And then they're all like, oh, yay. And then they play this beautiful music. Like, it's all resolved and they're all happy again and they're moving on. But nothing's been resolved. He didn't even say, like, sorry or anything. He was just like, no, that's not what I said. But that is what you said. Yeah, I hate people who can't say sorry. Or just say, I'm sorry. I, like, I fucked up. I was caught out in my lie i thought that you wouldn't like me Mm. if you thought that i'd applied for another season that's a perfectly reasonable thing to say yeah it is it is um and then uh they go outside at the end of the date and he says he says i'm dead set falling for you so hard yeah just dead set on you hey beautiful wow honestly i wish i'd heard that more in my life you know Sometimes you just huh? hear, I love you, you know, you're so great. <laughs> you know, you don't. You never hear anybody say, I'm dead set on you, eh? <laughs> oh, I forgot that's your language. That's your native tongue. <laughs> I'd love to hear that once or um, twice from you, Naomi, or anybody. I'm so. I am dead set on you, Danielle. Thank you. I'm de- dead set on you, hey. Good. Thank you. Um, I'm feeling good now. Good. Do you want to talk about Jackson? I don't care. Okay, Jackson. He's so boring to me. Jackson's hometown is in Sydney. Um, Jackson met Angie on the red carpet at the start with a pie that she couldn't eat because it had meat, which she is a vegan. And also, uh, it is covered in pie crust and she is uh, a celiac. So, to make up pie for this. Pie is notoriously covered in pie crust. <laughs> yes. The outer layer of a pie, often pie crust. <laughs> Or pastry, <laughs> as it is colloquially known. Um, so Jackson makes up for this by taking her to his family pie shop and giving her a gluten-free vegan pie. Um, he also leaves her alone at this table for an extended period of time, which makes Angie feel uncomfortable. Mm. Um, and then mm. we go to dinner with uh, uh, Jackson's brothers and mum and dad, and he specifies that dad is the boss here and at home, which makes me think, Angie, you're not going to like this man or this family dynamic. Because also, Mm-mm. I'm going to say, I don't know about Jackson, but I'm going to say that maybe if you got into a relationship with him, he may have um, a few 
like there might be some dynamic issues, you know, where yeah he might be expecting a to- a different type of relationship to the type of relationship Angie would want. Um, and yeah, he specifically when a man's says like the boss of the house. Yeah, he specifically says Dad doesn't want him to end up with a freeloader, and that offends Angie as it would anybody. Um. Well, yeah, I also, I'm like, if he, I know he only has sons, but, like, if he had daughters, is he, like, looking at the guy coming into the house who already has a job yeah. to be, like, uh, are you a freeloader? I don't think so. I think he's just, like, oh, someone's going to be a gold, this woman who is a TV personality is going to come in here and gold dig on the fucking pie shop. Get over yourself. By the way, I've never <laughs> like, heard of this pie shop, so... It ain't no Mrs. Max or or what's the other one that you get all the time? The the yellow. It ain't no four and twenty, there you bitch. Go. Get over it. Um, we're being so negative to all these people, but I don't care because they're all trash. Yeah, sorry. Um, Mum says it's nice to have another female in the house, which is like alarm bells that they just call women females all the time. I mean, to be fair though, um, uh, my dad used to say, um, because it was just me my two sisters so there was four of us girls and just dad and he used to go outside and just be like sometimes it's nice to be just around a man and he was talking about our dogs (laughs) 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 is that supposed to be a defense (laughs) sometimes it's just nice to be away from all the girls and he'd go outside and sit with the dogs Oh, bless. Yeah. Um, anyway. Anyway, mum's right on board. She thinks Angie's beautiful and they'd have great looking kids. Yep. Straight away she says this. Well, I think because mum right is glam. Mum looks like a real housewife's mum. Yeah, she is looking good. She's keeping, keeping in shape, got her hair done. She got she is either eyelash extensions or, or uh, fakies and uh, mm-hmm. they are framing them eyes. <laughs> you love her. Look at you. I barely paid attention to this. Well, I was just like, I, I don't think we often see a glam bum, you know? Mm. On mm-hmm. on the Bachelor or the Bachelorette. They try. That's that's true. Helena's mum was a glam bum, I think, wasn't she? Yeah, she was from another patriarchal household. Is that oh, something? that seems to be where it comes from then, I guess. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. It's like my friend telling me that she shaved under her arms, like, all year long. What? And she's like, well, yeah, I have a boyfriend. And I was like, ah. Oh. And then I, like, noticed from then on that, like, the guys I dated, I'd always been the first person to, like, have body hair around them because I was like, fuck that, it's winter, I don't give a fuck. Until one of them called me a Wookiee. Um, he was a great guy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Loved him. Loved that one. Um... Anyway, Jackson's dad is just... First of all, Jackson's dad have, has exactly the same voice as Jackson, which is truly haunting. Yeah. They sound exactly the same. Da- Jackson's dad has the voice of a 25-year-old man. I hate... Jackson's dad, um, like, pretty much takes... An, like, Jackson's mum and dad have a one of, like a chat with Angie um, while all the br- brothers mm. go outside with Jackson. And the dad... Like, is trying to basically say he doesn't want her to be a freeloader and take his pie money. Um, mm-hmm. But 
he d- he also like he tries to understand. He's like, so what's Takes your next pie money? What's your next paycheck after this? I'll write pie money down as the title. <laughs> um, pie money. Um, yeah, it's like she's like, oh well, I do. I work in TV, and that is freelance. And he's like, oh, so you don't know. And then he says he questions her intentions because she's been in reality TV shows, but it's not like she was on like. I don't know, Family Feud or some shit. She's on Gogglebox, which she was hired for her talent. It's not like they get someone just to humiliate them or exploit them. Yeah. She's been hired because she's a TV personality for that show. It's the same with I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. She, like, it is her job. It's not like a... Like, she's on a show that's done multiple seasons. And it's one of the most successful shows on TV. Somehow, that's not for us. Yeah, she also works behind the watch. scenes on stuff as well. Does she? Yeah, she I don't know she did like a it, she did like a degree in TV production or something. I can't remember exactly what it was, but like she was oh, okay. doing that stuff. So it's like, e- even if she's not the talent on screen, potentially she could be doing I don't know producer work or whatever at other times as well. And I and that's the case with fucking everyone. Yeah, like who works in the entertainment industry, it is all freelance because it's not like a steady. You don't just like, work on the same job for 50 years. That's not how things can possibly work. Unless it's like the news or something. Like, that's it. That's, anyway, I, he's, whatever. I'm not keen on this guy. No. Um, and he and also then, like, he just keeps Jackson. talking about. Sorry, you go. You go. Oh, okay. I, dad, dad also doesn't want Jackson to move away and cracks it. Like sort of cracks it without An- like without Angie even saying she would make him move away. He's like Jackson can't move away. He can't move away. He's got to be here for the yeah. pies. The pies need Jackson. He says. He says. What does he say? It drives me insane. He says like to make a relationship work, you need time, and that time's got to come from somewhere, and it better not be the business. So what? He's never allowed to have a relationship or a wife and kids. Like you need to take. The the mark of a good business is not that you're there every single day and can't take a day off. Like, if you're a good manager and a good boss, then you should be able to take some fucking time off so the business can, like, function without you physically there every day. Yeah, he's also got a bunch of other brothers. Split the time up. Why is Jackson doing 24-hour so days? There's brothers. Well, he did apparently buy into the business. He's got shares. So maybe he is the he's the pie boy. Yeah. Of the family and all the others are like, fuck that. I don't want this pie business. Are I don't like, want dad telling me I can't have a girlfriend because of the pies. Yeah, dad is fucking full on. I need to get away from these pies. Seriously, Jackson's just, mm. Jackson's probably the brother that all the other brothers are like, Jackson, stop eating dad's pies all the time. They're fine pies, but why <laughs> you got to always talk about the pies? It's so annoying. He's a pie boy. And if you try and go well, into the shop have- for a pie, dad gets you at the back and makes you mince mince. It's not fun. It's never fun. The pies aren't fun. <laughs> Do you reckon they all work there, though? I reckon they, they did when like they were they young. They seem weird. And I reckon some of them yeah. have left because they were like, Dad, I can't handle it. And the dad doesn't talk to them anymore because they had to hand their les- letter of resignation into him. Mm. And he was like, he you can heal, leave he now. He keeps talking about... Take your four-week <laughs> paid leave and go. He keeps talking about Jackson having the garlic surname. Like, it's some, like, it's just a name. It's, it doesn't, I don't know. It's all this stuff about lineage with him. It's, he's very proud of this family business. I, he's very passionate about this, about this pie shop. So passionate about this pie shop that can, if anybody lives in Sydney, can we, is this like a Sydney famous thing? 
because I've never heard of it before. No, please write in. Pie shop? Garlics? Is that what it's? Whatever, I don't care. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, he, he keeps talking about how Jackson needs someone who's hardworking and independent. Well, she fucking is. Um, and then it's like, well, she says, I'm not going to force him to like, you know, he's like, she's like, I'm not going to be like, hey, you have to like leave your job or whatever. She's not going to do that to him. And he's on side then, even though they didn't really solve anything like where they're going to live or anything. Because Angie did say, I want to be near my family, which is in, is in Brisbane, Sunshine Coast, whatever. Bow, bow. But they go outside at the end, um... And Angie says she's worried that Jackson doesn't talk about his feelings. And then he tries to talk about his feelings and uh, fails amazingly. The I wrote down the most I wrote down the nicest things he said. He said, "I haven't felt this way in a long time. I'm in uncharted territory, and I like you." Everything else is just him blabbing about yeah. like being in a family full of boys, so he doesn't know how to talk about his feelings. He barely says anything, even though Ryan, in comparison, says, I'm dead set falling for you, hey. Yeah, you know who... Which is definitely the blokey way to say it as well. Yeah, you can, you can say it in a different way, Jackson. You could say things like, I feel the way I feel about you the same way I feel about the pie shop. And then Angie would know <laughs> that he loved her. You know? That's beautiful. <coughs> I think that the... I think that Jackson's perfect person would probably be Helena or Eleanor from the last season because uh, she also couldn't talk about her feelings. Um, but one thing I would like mm. is, you know how Eleanor got um, – she had to make a formal apology because her and her sisters and her mum launched like a diet business and it was all like, snacks are not allowed. You can't have snacks. Um, so I don't think Eleanor would be big on uh, meat pies and she would just be like, Jackson would try and feed her one and she'd be like, no, Jackson, I can't. I can't, Jackson. <laughs> I, can't. I can't. Wait, should she get in trouble? Yeah, Ellen, she got in trouble um, for doing a, some posts on Instagram about her new diet regime thing. Why? Um, uh, I'll let me look it up and I'll... Read you the deets. In trouble from who? Society, I guess. Oh, okay. I guess for <laughs> just... Uh, uh, it says, The Bachelor Australia's Helena Salzer is under fire for her toxic diet tips. Um, oh, is it like don't eat? Yeah, she she launched her own wellness brand, the Weight Loss Trilogy, with her sister, um, who is a wellness coach, and her mother, who's a GP. Um, the tagline is, One doctor, two health co- coaches. Um, basically, what this was just like so they they got annoyed because it said uh, uh they said the perfect snack question mark and then it said does not exist so basically do not oh. uh, it says we highly dis oh wait we highly discourage snacking as it is very important to allow your body to rest and repair in between meal times so yeah basically don't eat was. Um, well, it says don't snack. Yeah, they said have a have a I glass mean, of water or cup of herbal tea. Hunger is often confused for fir- for thirst. Go for a walk. Phone okay, a friend. That's not read true. a book. <laughs> Hunger is often confused for boredom. Um, okay. All right. This is surf, <laughs> this one's bad. Surf the hunger wave and understand that it is absolutely okay and healthy to be hungry and that it will pass. <laughs> Oh my that god. That is that's All so right. funny. That's fucked. 
it's so funny because it will pass when your body decides that oh you're starving yourself and then it conserves energy by just eating the fat on your body instead of telling you you're hungry yeah because it understands you're in survival mode jesus christ that's when the feeling of hunger passes <laughs> oh that's funny that's funny yeah, so a pie would be a meal. Um, it wouldn't be a snack, though, which is fine, I guess. But also probably not, I guess, maybe Ellen would eat, like, the meat from the pie with some salad. Also, I think a, uh, a relationship between two people who can't communicate would be um, a fucking nightmare. I have to disagree with you there. I think that would be awful. Oh, but I'd love to see the train wreck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it would be so easy to see what they're doing wrong. <laughs> And yet, you could do nothing about it. Um, Carlin's date. Yep. Ugh, I'm so off this guy. They go to his, um, they're at his gym, which he says is his second home. And then he opens up about how he was bullied in school. Um, I knew now, he was bullied in school. Why? Because, uh, so, me and my friend Tom were talking about Carlin at brunch the other day and I was trying to whisper because I was worried that everybody in the tables around me would just hear me and my friend talking about The Bachelorette for just an hour mm. and a half. And I, You literally put your face to this podcast. Yeah, That's I know. we do. But I was like, I, you know what I'm like with Carlin. I dislike him. And so yes. I don't want to be mean. But Tom, Tom also thought that he was bullied in school because he always looks sad behind the eyes as well. And like he's always – like he never has mm. full confidence in himself. Um, and I think that's what's made wow, him boring as well a bit is because he's too scared to actually say what he thinks. Which then I think that's actually mm. a compliment because it's saying that maybe he's actually got fun things to say. He's just too shy to say them as opposed to saying that's a boring <laughs> man. That's nicer. <laughs> Look at you trying to be nice to Carlin. My instinct for it was you have not, I mean, that's, it's so, I do, I say this with the caveat that obviously I have no idea of his experience with the bullying. It could have been really bad. It could have been like really, you know, like abusive and physical or like emotional abuse, whatever. But like I was bullied in school. Pretty much everyone I know was bullied in school in some way. Like, are you just trying to look for some sort of adversity that you've overcome to like show that you like have like a weak side? Because like I was bullied and I would never bring it up. <laughs> I just Naomi, you don't know. It doesn't matter. You don't know how inverted his lips were. Okay. <laughs> he could have looked like That's an true. old man who has not got teeth in his mouth and his mouth's all collapsed inwards. You know. He could have looked like that before the fillers. You don't know. And imagine him without his muscles, without his tan, without his facial hair, with his collapsed mouth. No glasses, no suit. Just in a school uniform. You're right. I don't know his story and I shouldn't. I just, sometimes, I don't know. Young Carlin. I don't care about this man. Young Carlin looked like Franklin the Turtle, probably. (laughs) Franklin the Turtle. Yeah. Not a good look. On a turtle, great. On a man, no good. No. Um. So we see Carlin's farm, family. Um. And uh, Angie sits down with Carlin's brother, and he like talks about the Jamie thing, and Jamie saying that Carlin's just there for his acting career. And Angie's like, "Is that just one hundred percent? Like, you know, you hear that, and you're like, that's so out of character." <laughs> and then the brother goes, "Well, leading up to this was." 
going off to pursuing his acting career. <laughs> She's like, uh. <laughs> she was so expecting him to be like, isn't that just so random and like not at all like him? And he's like, no, oh, sounds like it him. sounds like him. I love this so much because uh, as, as soon as we went into their home, I immediately loved um, Carlin's brother and sister-in-law. Um, I thought that they looked just like very sweet, nice people. I don't know how they're affording this beautiful house in Sydney and this a lush garden at the back. Jeez. Might be rented. Sometimes they rent houses like Airbnbs to film in. Ah, that would make sense because mm. this house was beautiful and Sydney is fucking expensive as we all know. But this was... I mean, you might just be rich. That's true. They could be rich. Maybe that's why he got bullied. You know, you never know like the full side to every... St- like. <laughs> Maybe he just did forgot the bit that like he got bullied because he had like heaps of money and everyone else was poor. Yeah, that's true. He could have gone to an outer suburb school. Like, do you remember that video of that little boy and he was like, his mum filmed him in the car crying because he was getting bullied and he was like bawling his eyes out and he was like, please, like bullying isn't okay. I don't want to live like this. And it like went viral. And then he got invited to like the Mar- like the whatever Marvel movie was filming. Like Chris Hemsworth reached out and like all this stuff happened and everyone was like offering him things and interviewing him. And then like the kids that bullied him said that he was saying the N word at them and they were black. <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> and it was like, oh, Oh, oh! And then they found like his parents had like, like, like um, white supremacist stuff all over their Facebooks. And oh my god! How did we not know about this? This is the funniest thing. It's in- oh, it's fucking insane! That's you insane. Didn't see this? No, you can't. I nobody did any background checks on these parents first or find out the story. That's crazy. You can't have a kid. It just it blew up using really the N word. Be like, I'm getting bullied. By pe- oh my <laughs> god! Jesus Christ! <laughs> These poor black kids are like, yeah, we bullied him. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> of course we did. He's an asshole. But I mean, he's also still a child, and you should. But it's like they're also oh, children, like you were though. bullying them as well. Like fucking yeah, yeah, exactly. Like they're all shit. Like let's just fucking relax before we. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we need to do background checks on acts of kindness. <laughs> In case the kids said the N word. Anyway, back to Carlin's brother, um, who egg on egg on Chris Hemsworth's face. I will say. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, Carlin's brother. He's just sitting there, and then um, yeah, he says he's acting his career, his acting career, and that and his training because he loves to work out. Yeah, um, they literally went on a date to his gym, which was fucking like that's so lame. Anyway, yeah, um, and then Angie says. And you think he could be using this for that? And then <laughs> this guy is the, he's so, he's too, I believe him. He seems like a very honest person. He just sits there and he goes, uh, I, I guess so. Yeah, he said, uh, Angie said, so do you think he came on the show to pursue, to further his acting career? And then he starts to say, I think at the start, yeah, as if to say, yeah, definitely, <laughs> but I'm sure he's got feelings for you now if we're this far in. Yeah. Not thinking about like, the so fact the acting that thing is real. we might just be seeing Carlin acting. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, that is the career he's going for. And it's like he's barely brought this up to Angie at all. And, like, he said, like, that was his main thing. 
Yeah. Was the acting career. So Angie didn't even know then, um, that he was doing any acting at all. And he's just pretending like health is his main thing. Yeah. So then they, they she, she, she hangs out with his family. I guess that goes well. We don't really see it because it's like them outside of the end saying goodbye. And Angie tells Carlin what his brother said. And she's like, oh, he said that like you came on the show for your acting career. And then he says he didn't want to make her think that he was there for her career. So like for acting. So that's why he didn't mention it. And he says it's not a huge dream of his. So it's like not this, like he sort of made his peace that it's not going to happen for him or something, that he doesn't have big shows under his belt or anything. Um, yeah. And then he says, put yourself in my shoes. Two shows under your belt. Like you could just be here for those reasons. But he, just like, he says it in a really... Fuck you. Yeah, he says it in a way that makes me think, oh, this is very passive aggressive. Like you're not being sweet, Carl. It here. is. You're being... Also, yeah, and she's already a celebrity. It's not like an unknown going on to do The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. Like, she's already a celebrity. Like, yeah, this will up her profile, but you would not go on this show. Well, unless you're the honey badger. You would not go on this show if you didn't want a relationship because you'd look fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... Like the honey badger. <laughs> um, You'd look like a... F- you'd be made a fool. Anyway... Um, but yeah, he's just, yeah, she's like, yeah, but I'm just being myself. And he goes, when I look at you, I see you. Like, you can't fake this shit. You can't fake feelings. It's real. And it's like, um, uh, I was watching Billy on the street recently. And one thing he yells out when he's like, an actor is trying to be funny. He says, this is why actors need scripts. And I'm going to say that to Carlin here because he's not writing this dialogue well that he's trying to make come across as genuine because yeah. I do not believe a word he's saying here. No. It like looks like bad Australian acting. It me. looks horrible. He's, yeah. He's crying and it looks fake and everything is horrible. Yeah. And she says, I'm not just hearing it from dudes in the house. I'm hearing it from your brother. Give me a freaking break. I'm allowed to feel this way. Yeah. I love Angie. I love her, even though she still forgave Ryan. I'd forgive Carlin over Ryan. At least he didn't, like, lie. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he just um, admitted the truth. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he says, if you can't see me for who I am, then I guess that's it. <laughs> then he goes, I just, I feel like I can't win. And then Andy says, I don't know, maybe it's too hard. And she walks away crying. That's a fucking cop out. Um, you can't say, you can't, you can't say, you can't see me th- if you can't see me for who I am when you don't even actually know each other that well and people can have like I mean families have secrets like loads of people have secrets like how's Angie supposed to know like he could have a horrible secret and it's not bad on her to think that he could I don't know. Am I? Yeah. I can't tell if like I'm his brother. Can't tell if I'm high off Panadol or something, and I'm just making no sense when I'm talking. <laughs> no, you. Um, I, that's not how Panadol works. Okay. But um, no, you're you're making perfect sense. But it's like it's literally his brother saying, "Yeah, he went on the show for acting," and he's like, "How can you not believe me? I'm. You can't fake this shit. You can't fake these feelings that I feel for you." <laughs> Also, everyone, when Abby was like, they're like, oh, Abby, 
Um, you know, she's just there for acting based on, like, literally nothing she said. Oh, give Abby a Logie. And then this guy, I literally saw him in a banking ad the other day. Whoa. Like, really? Like, yeah, someone sent me a screenshot of, like, a... It's like an ANZ ad or something. ANZ ad or something. Oh my but it's like a steel shot. But he's like the model in the ad, like typing away on his laptop or something. So funny. Um, and like, even his brother is saying it. Like, this is someone who actually might be freaking lying if his brother is just flat out like, yeah, that was his whole thing, is the acting thing. Yeah, that's all he talked about. <laughs> is it weird to say, I think Carlin might be um, too good looking to be an actor? Um, yeah, that's not how it works. No, but I mean, like, he doesn't... I think you're right. I think his... I think he's, like... I don't think you see actors like that in Australia, really. Or maybe I'm just not watching the same shows, the right shows for that. Well, do you watch any, like, actual scripted television in Australia? Because they uh, they do all look like that. I mean, our biggest exports are, like, Chris and Liam Hemsworth. (laughs) <laughs> That's true, but I think they've got more normal faces. Like they've got beautiful mm, faces, I but I think they've got... I think they're hotter than Carlin. Yeah, I think Carlin's got a, a weird face. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a what a drawing you would do of trying to craft a hot person is. But then you look at it and you go, wait, that doesn't sort of really look human. <laughs> is it the lips? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or it could um, be the lying no, I eyes. Think, I, I think don't Carlin's know. real hot. I I think Carlin's real hot. I just um I when I look at him, I don't identify with him and I don't like you're not rooting for him. And like, you know, it's hard to tell like it's hard to say that that isn't him being a good actor because he's playing himself. Maybe if he was playing a character it would be different, but I just don't see it as rooting for him. Like I feel like what he's trying to recreate here is like like an, he's trying to make like an emotionally charged moment. But do you remember Angie and Kieran saying goodbye? Like yeah. that's what he like is hoping will this will be is that kind of drama. You can't fake you can't fake that shit, man. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> um and yeah, I don't know. I but I can't wait to see him in Home and Away. <coughs> I think he'll be fine. <laughs> He'll be on Home and Away and he'll be fine. He'll do a bit part over three episodes. Yeah. Um, you know the guy who was in the first season of The Bachelor? He's on home, He's on Neighbours. I never saw the first season of The Bachelor, remember? Neither did I, but I saw that guy and I was like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> um, so good on Because he doesn't do a lot of like publicity or anything like that. He seems to just like be real chill, but oh. he's just an actor now. Anyway, then we get to the rose ceremony. I haven't written anything down for this. Did you write anything down of note? I wrote, is Angie's dress a bin liner? Question mark. Because it was very black and shiny and just was like sort of, um, it looked. Oh, yeah, weirdly shaped. Yeah. I didn't love it. <coughs> I thought it was weird. Um, <laughs> Tim has a mustache now, um, which I Aww. wrote down. Um, and then I said, uh, Jackson goes home. Bye, Jackson. We all saw it happening from a mile away. We knew that as soon as you Uh, were on the show, but then also when we met your dad, it was confirmed. Yeah. Um, So who do you think, who do you think is going to go out next and then who's going to (coughs) win? I think, I think maybe, oh, I don't know. I think maybe Carlin goes next. 
Really? Yeah, I, I think it's got to be either Carlin or Ryan because they lied. Tim can't go. Um, but then we also saw the preview that Angie puts a man in the car and then she's like, oh, no, I've, I've done the wrong thing. So. So maybe it was Tim. Yeah, maybe she does get rid of Tim. Who knows? I don't know. What do you think? I really hope Tim wins, but I'm afraid that Carlin wins. I cannot fathom Angie ending up with Ryan, but I have not been able to fathom her having any interest in Ryan the entire time. So, of course, it would make sense if they ended up together because it has made zero sense the entire way through. Um, and yeah, like I, I want... I. My gut says Ryan will go home, but my gut is is to send Ryan home every single episode since he arrived. That is true. And then I and then I think it's between Tim and Carlin. But then again, if she like panics about who she sent home, like who would have any strong feelings over Ryan at all? I can't imagine putting him in a car and being like, "Oh no!" So maybe it is Tim. Yeah, I don't know, but then maybe actually, I think Ryan makes sense. I'm, I've changed my mind. I do think it is Ryan because then. That, I think that makes more sense than her being worried about sending Carlin home because, like, I don't think they have anything in common at all. At least at least um, Ryan does have the dogs in common. Carlin's literally got nothing and in common. And sweaty palms. Yeah, and sweaty palms. And peeing in the shower. They have sweaty palms in common too. And peeing in the shower. And they think that you can't build a relationship based on lies. Oh. They have so many things in common. We did forget. So, uh, yeah, I reckon, it's, I reckon it's Ryan that goes home because Carlin has nothing in common with I hope to God it is. I hope Tim wins. Like, he said he was going to Steve Bradbury it. I think he actually is, and I hope he does because all the other guys keep fucking it up. Well, honestly, there's nothing... I don't know. I'm not invested in this show anymore. There's nobody I really think she should actually be with in the show. She should run off to Kieran. Yeah. I think that's the only option. That is the only option. And if she doesn't, if she doesn't, I'm never watching the show again. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's the end of the show. Should we do, uh, do you have some reviews? Because Jesus Christ, I hope we do because... Honestly, I just keep on getting all the messages on Instagram saying, excuse me, can you please not cancel the show? But um, just write a review, please, because Naomi will get on board with you again if you write a review. Yeah, I will. I don't even know. What is – how do I even – So should I – Page one. Should I read the song then while you find some uh, things, some reviews? (laughs) We have so many reviews. Okay, that's (laughs) so funny. It always happens like this. (laughs) Okay, read some reviews. Um, oh my god. Why do we have so... What is with you guys? Can you just be consistent? We get no reviews and then we get like (laughs) ten. Maybe save half for next week or something just in case. Well, now there's, we're going to get none next week. Actually, I'm gonna I'm only going to read out half of these so we have some next week. But still continue to. Okay. Listen to this podcast, says EL94. I'm obsessed with this podcast that you need in your life, whether you watch The Bachelorette or not. So glad I found this podcast to listen to and often have to stifle a laugh at work so I don't have to explain myself. Please keep going and don't fight too much. Thanks for all the hours. Bye. Okay, I'm sorry about this episode because we have done nothing but fight for an hour and a half. <laughs> 
We are not in a good mood this week. I'd like not angry at each other, but I've just had it and you're dying. Yeah, I'm dying. Really. You're on the you're on your deathbed. I'm really sorry about all the blowing um, the nose and stuff. Because honestly, I blow my nose every episode because I think I just have a naturally runny nose. Um my body's just trying yeah. to get out the toxins. Maybe deal with it. But um I okay, I don't think that's how that works. But, but yeah. Um This is bad. This is a bad episode for me, this episode. This is not good. Yeah, don't leave a review after this one because this episode sucks. A-A-A-L-L-B-83 says, I've been trying to post a review. I've been trying to post a review but had troubles up until now. I discovered this pod a couple weeks ago and this is my favourite batch podcast. Please keep podcasting each week. It's my, it's my new fav- favourite part of the week. Okay, I will. Okay, that's um, nice. I can't speak for Danielle, um, but I will. Um Bridgie says a good laugh despite the fact I have to skip some of the rambling chats. I do love this show. <laughs> well, how dare you? You are not wow. a true fan. Wow. Um, no, I have to say the, the, the one downside of this podcast is that we have to um, talk about The Bachelor. So that's okay. We all have our limits and that's fine um izzy b says stress this is a stressed review because this podcast gets me through every monday and the thought of having to watch the bachelorette without this podcast and without kieran makes me want to cry love this potty oh thank you oh, that's you sweet. guys all right and i'll read out some more next time um thanks for the reviews wow all five stars that's so interesting <laughs> Anyway, Danielle. All right. <laughs> Please, what song are we singing this week? The song we're singing this week is called Monkeys Spinning Monkeys, um, of course, by wow. Kevin McLeod in Competech. And uh, the description of the song is loopable, happy, light, fluffy piece with bright flutes and a bunch of pizzicato strings. That's it. One of his more literal reviews. Yep. Um, and Thank I have to be honest. Thank you so much. Um, this song, I think, sounds like... Uh, what they play in The Bachelor over somebody doing something a little bit kooky to get the kooky edit. Oh, well, I can't wait for this. Yeah. Hello. So I think well, you'll enjoy um, it. What a fun description to match such a fun episode of this beautiful podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, we are obviously limited by how fucking boring this show is. Now that Kieran's gone, what's the fucking point? Anyway... All right. Um, That's it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for reviewing. I guess we will do an episode next week now. <laughs> I guess we're back. <laughs> um, anyway, um, Danielle's looking at me like I am not funny and that's fine. No, it's because I need um, to blow my nose and I can't do it on air again because you yell at me. So I'm like, wrap it up, Naomi. I got a liter of snot to get rid of. Oh, yuck. All right. Well, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks so much for listening. Okay. Bye. Bye. Ooh, we're having fun on Batch, bitch. Ooh, we're really tired of Batch, bitch. bitch. We watched too much of this show. Batch, bitch. Batch, bitch. Batch, bitch. Batch, bitch. Why are you still listening? Batch, bitch. 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.